This is a Variety Sports Network production. Now to your host. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another awesome day. Uh, back for another episode of A Place in Canton, episode three. Uh, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dylan. And I'm Jordan. And uh, we well, hope you guys have been enjoying the show so far. I know uh, me and Jordan have been having a bunch of fun uh, doing this stuff. A lot, a lot of discussions. A lot, of, a lot of points being made. Um, I'm sure some people listen to it and they're like, these guys are crazy for thinking that this guy deserves to be in or this guy deserves to be out or whatever. But uh, that's why we bring uh, bring our opinions and thoughts. And then, you know, you guys are the final decision makers on what your guys' opinions are. We're kind of just here to talk about the snubs and people who may or may not deserve to be in and then let you guys kind of form the opinion for yourself. But we bring all the stats to you guys. Okay. So uh, I think we got a good one today. What do you think, Jordan? I think we, I think we got a couple good guys. I, I really like this. Uh, uh, this I'm really gonna like this episode. Uh, especially two guys, actually three guys that we kind of watched growing up. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. When we were younger, younger, uh, one of the guys were there, and the other guy obviously did something. Uh, he was a part of something amazing. For, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and, and say in St. Louis. Um, so, uh, I'm really excited to talk about that. Uh, that's a big topic. Holds a, uh, holds a special heart in your place or a special place in your heart. Yes, it does. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, this episode should be awesome. I'm really excited and I can't, uh, I can't wait to get going. For anyone who doesn't know, Jordan was a huge, huge Rams fan when they're here. Obviously is like hundred percent of the people in St. Louis more, uh, you guys know, Brandon Saffle, he, uh, another one of the hosts. Does a couple shows on here as well. He was also a huge, huge fan, you know, a St. Louis Rams fan. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm a huge Bears fan. I didn't really care for the Rams, but I enjoyed watching them. You know, I would watch their games and I've even went to a few of their games in St. Louis. So I enjoyed having a team that was close, uh, you know, 40 minutes away and go watch an NFL team. I mean, who wouldn't love that? Right. So obviously Jordan's a Raiders fan now. Unfortunately, his team had to leave. So, you know, yeah, everyone tough. knows about that situation. Everybody knows. Everybody knows they they, they got did dirty. St. Louis got did dirty, so uh, dirty. But uh, the second guy we're going to talk about, the whole reason I brought that up, the second guy we're the second guy we're going to talk about is a uh, like Jordan said, uh, a person on this St. Louis team. Won't say which you know which team he was on, but he was on a St. Louis team. Uh, we got to watch him play. Uh, for a while, and uh, so that holds a special place in uh, Jordan's heart. But uh, so to get the show started, first guy we're going to talk about that uh, may or may not be a snub. Let you guys decide for yourself. Like I said, we'll just bring you the stats. Is going to be a guy by the name of Sterling Sharp. For anyone who does not know who Sterling Sharp is, <clears throat> a lot of people don't like this opinion. And, uh, you know, you I, I don't know how you'll feel about it, Jordan, but in my opinion, uh, he possibly could have been one of the greatest receivers to ever play football. Totally agreed, dude. He, he, he really could have. Uh, yeah. You know, he got injured later on in his career. If you guys don't know him, he played for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> played, played for the Green Bay Packers. 
Uh, got to play with Brett Favre for pretty much his whole career. Uh, his career was short-lived. But uh, played every year with Brett Favre besides his rookie year. Uh, dude was an animal, uh, like we said. And uh, what what I'm about to read off to you guys, you know, uh, I'll give you guys some of the some of the uh, more quick stats, and I'll let Jordan go into like the more in depth stuff uh, that's with him. But just 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 kind of give you guys a glance of what kind of receiver that Sterling Sharp was. So uh, in his rookie year. He had 55 catches for 791 yards. That was his rookie year. To me, that's a pr- that, that's a pretty uh, decent rookie year. Uh, you yeah. know, you got uh, you know they they they. I mean, you caught the ball 55 times, so they're definitely targeting you. Uh, 791 yards uh, for an average of about 14.3 yards a catch. Your yeah. rookie year, uh, they're putting that much trust into you already. That's pretty crazy. And you're averaging 14 yards a um, uh, a catch. I mean, that's not no little dinker. I mean, I mean, yeah, it might be a nice down the field slant, but I mean, averaging 14 yards of reception. I mean, that's. I mean, you were. I mean, you were jumping up. I mean, he was just dude, so athletic, dude. And I mean, your rookie year too. And your rookie year, right. yeah. And your rookie year, like you were being trusted, right? And on top of that, it just. I mean, and I'm sure you'll go into it, but it just keeps going up and up and up. It's crazy, man. Uh, so. 1992, second year, I'll have <clears> – <throat> he won the Triple Crown. For any, anyone who doesn't know what that is, that is leading the NFL. That's pretty much what Cooper Cup did this year, leading the NFL yeah. in touchdowns by receiver, receiving yards, and receptions. Yeah. Uh, I'll go over those numbers, or we'll go over those numbers here in a minute. Yep. Second year uh, – or I'm sorry, uh, that was in 1992. 1993 – he had 112 catches for 1,274 yards and 11 touchdowns. That's so that's back to back ridiculous years. 1994, yeah. he caught 94 passes. I don't have the yardage on me, but he caught 1,100. 1100? Yep. So to be, exact, to be exact, 1,119. So he caught 94 passes for 1,119 yards and he had 18 touchdowns. 18. He averaged 11.9 yards a reception. That's, I mean, to have over 1,100 yards and 18 touchdowns in the same season, 18 touchdowns. That's, that's, dude, that's good, dude. That's like numbers like receivers are putting up today. Yeah, and you got to look, and you also got to look at what happened. You know, like he had a great quarterback. I mean, Obviously, you know this. If for anybody who doesn't know, that is new to our uh, our place in Canton podcast. Uh, Dylan is a Bears fan, and he has grew up with basically two great Hall of Fame quarterbacks that has been on one team, and that team has basically ran that division since both of those quarterbacks have been in the league. And I'm talking about Brett Favre, and then of course Aaron Rodgers. Sterling Shepard didn't play with Aaron Rodgers, but I'm just saying. Um, as a bear fan, the, this guy over here, um, yeah, he's had to deal with that and I'm sure, and I know how heartbreaking it is to have that. And, but, but point is Sterling, uh, he had Sterling Sharp, he had Brett Favre thrown to him. I mean, 
yeah, Brett Favre has a lot of interceptions, but hey, he was there to win the game. You know, he would he would chuck. He'd chuck he'd chuck the ball. He was a chucker. I mean, he would get, be getting hit, and then he'd be throwing as he'd get hit. And it, for one, it was either a touchdown or an interception half the time. <laughs> it, it really was. But I mean, yeah, when Brett Favre joined the league and he teamed up, or when he teamed up with Brett Favre, I mean, instantly, instant connection, and I mean, his stats show it. Uh, I mean, it's just crazy, man. It's just, uh, I mean, he was a first round seventh overall draft pick in the 88 draft. I mean, that immediate impact on the Packers, his rookie season, like you just explained. Um, but yeah, he broke his own record in 93 with 112 receptions. That's what, that's crazy. Um, that made him the first player to have consecutive seasons catching more than a hundred passes. Um, and then, like you said, his 18 uh, touchdown receptions uh, was the second most in league history at the time, right behind Jerry Rice uh, with 22. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, he is the second Packer in team history to catch four touchdown passes in one game. I mean, some players do that. Not a lot, but it does happen. Um, did you want me to keep going on about? Yeah, go ahead. More okay, some career highlights. Um, for Sterling, um, uh, he was a, he's a three time first team all pro, five time pro bowler, 89, uh, 90, and uh, 92 to 94. Um, he was a three time NFL reception leader, um, which is pretty good if <laughs> you're the NFL's uh reception leader th- for three years. That's pretty, I mean, 89, sorry about that, 89, 92, and 93. So basically, almost. For like five years, you're like probably one of the best receivers in the league. That's basically what that's telling me right there. Yeah, easy. Uh, um, and then he was a two-time NFL receiving touchdown leader, so in 92 and 94. So, I mean, even – so now that's telling me six years. For six years, he was he was one of the best wide receivers. I mean, he was one of the best wide receivers while he was playing anyway, in general. But yet, he's not in the Hall of Fame. This really concerns me. But – Dylan, guess what? What? <clears throat> did he? Did he? Did he, break, he broke the streak, right? No, no. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. He doesn't have a, a Super Bowl, does he? Doesn't, does he? I don't see anything about um a champion. And yeah, maybe he did. Maybe uh, maybe he wasn't did he there. Not win that. one with Favre. Didn't Favre, Favre won one in Green Bay? Yeah, I just don't know if he were. <clears throat> I don't know if he retired. It, it might have been after the '94 season because Sterling Sharp got hurt uh, in the '95 season. That's okay. That's right. Okay, okay. I'm sure I haven't read it yet. As yeah, soon as we get done talking, I think they might have won it like '96. I think they might have won it in like '96. Okay. But here is our point again. I don't. Th- yeah, but if he was on the team and if he was injured, he would he would still get a Super Bowl, wouldn't he? No, he would still get a ring. They probably let him go. Oh, okay, okay. Nine, or, uh, yeah, they won in uh, 97. That's beat, right, that's they right. The, they beat the Patriots 35-21. to 21. So that's he probably, right. He probably went on a team at that point in time, which sucks. Listen, I don't like the Packers at all, and I don't like anyone that really plays for them. Like, and they've had some – you guys don't understand what I've been through, okay? They've had some great players. <laughs> They went from Brett Favre, okay, Hall of Famer, as you guys know, Cannon, Gunslinger, 
And then he raised from a youngin, raised this douche canoe they got now in Aaron Rodgers. And this guy's this guy, if if he would have a couple more Super Bowls, he, he we'd be talking about him as the greatest quarterback of all time ever. You He'd know, be really close. You know, Tom Brady's just got seven Super Bowls and all the stats. And, and and all the stats, you know, Aaron Rodgers has one. Uh, he should have more. But I, I mean, if you talk about, I, if, if we say that Aaron Rodgers has, I don't know, three, three Super Bowls, four, you know, three Super Bowls at least, this might be a different discussion because I don't oh. really care. I don't really care that Tom Brady has seven. I mean, that does make him great because none of those yeah. teams would have won without him. Right. But I mean. It, as far as like talent wise, in my eyes, and this is coming from a Bears fan, as far as talent wise, like athleticism and all that stuff, Aaron Rodgers is probably the most. He's like as far as talent wise, he's probably the greatest quarterback in the NFL. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, I mean, like, talent wise, like yeah, he, I mean, he's been the league's talent. MVP the past two seasons. Pure, pure talent. He's probably the greatest quarterback ever at, at, when it comes to pure talent. Right, and game situations. Obviously, Tom Brady, in my eyes, is just a better overall quarterback. You know, he's got seven rings. He would none of those teams would have won without him. He has every. He, he's going to hold pretty much every record known fucking man. You know, when, you know when he when he retires. Yeah, and you know he's just the greatest quarterback to play the game. Yeah, uh, but when you hear people talk about the greatest quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers' name is mentioned, and some people might even say that he's better than Tom Brady. You always hear those discussions going back. It's almost like a Michael Jordan, LeBron type ordeal. People are always arguing who's better, Aaron Rodgers or – And I could, we could debate that all day. I mean, day. There's, yeah. there's different angles that you could always come. I mean, <clears throat> there is ways to argue that Aaron Rodgers athletically is better than Brady. Yes. That, that's, that's easy, though, to say, though. You can just look at how they play. Yeah. Brady's whole career – I mean, yeah, he throws deep balls, but eight times out of ten, dink and dunk, dink and dunk. That's all they needed. First yeah. down, first down, first down. Run the clock, run the clock. Game over. We win every time. I mean, yeah, but he's also kept he's also kept uh, good teams around him every year he's played. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers hasn't. Aaron Rodgers is all about the money. Well, he, yes, he is all about the money. I mean, Tom Brady has taken pay cuts every year to keep players. Okay. Yes, that, that that is a hundred percent true. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying he doesn't want championships. No, he also he also likes the money though too, which is fine. He does. You are fine. right, but you also got to look at that front office. They do not put people around him though. No, they don't. No, they don't. They but, really don't. Yeah, but you also can't ask for two hundred something thirty million dollars and ask why like Devonta Adams is leaving and all these guys don't want to be around anymore. They don't have the money to pay for him. True. So I mean, I know they did offer Devonta Adams a deal, but. Obviously, stuff it, it was already too. That situation was already too far gone. That's for a different time. That, that situation was already too far gone. Uh, yeah. But you know, Tom Brady takes pay cuts to keep people around him. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers wouldn't do that. It's it just there. It's a different story or whatever. Uh, yeah. I know we're getting off topic, but like yeah. the whole the whole point was, uh, I've had to deal with him too. And I mean, this is a guy who throws off his back foot, you know, like 70 yards. <laughs> you know, so. That you know, I went through you know like Amon Greens, uh, you know Jordy Nelson, uh, Randall Cobb when he was in his prime there. Oh, uh, dude, Adams, uh, Sterling Sharp. Uh, yep. Like I've had to do with a lot of players. So yes, Green Bay's pretty much ran this division the whole time. Uh, 
And they've had nothing short of incredible players on every one of their team. So, like, what I'm looking at here is, like, you know, his rookie year, like we said, 55 catches, 791 yards, one touchdown. Yeah. After that, the dude snapped. Absolutely went off. You know, he get he got Brett, he got Brett Favre, and he went absolutely crazy as soon as he got Brett Favre. Yeah. This man, in the preceding years, he had – there was only two years in his whole eight-year tenure in Green Bay where he did not have – well, over 1,100 yards receiving. So, you're talking. Yeah, and, dude. And, I mean, in 89, he had fourteen hundred over 1,400 yards. In 1990, he had 1,105 yards. Yeah. 92, 1,461, 93. Yeah. I mean, there was two years that he didn't have over over 1,100 yards receiving in his career. Hey, you play seven years and you have over 8,000 yards. Dude, we dude, it's it's this is like Barry Sanders. Like their careers ended too early. And it's so sad because the amount of talent and records and just maybe more championships. I mean, it, that could, I mean, who knows what could have happened if Barry Sanders stayed another 5 years? Who knows if if Sterling would have never got hurt? You're like would he have gone somewhere else? Would it have made Brett Favre win more championships? Would it, you know what I mean? Oh, it's like guaranteed. They, they, so definitely, they definitely would have won one sooner. I think they definitely, oh, yeah. definitely would have won one sooner. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but uh, they even had Donald Driver. So, yeah. He was, yeah. He yep. was real good. Yep. Uh, he was there the, when the, the year they won the Super Bowl. But uh, our point is, is he, he, he had a really good career for, for how short it was. And for anyone who didn't know, and the 95 season, uh, he took uh, a nasty hit. There was a nasty neck injury, uh, and yeah. it forced him to retire at the age of 29. So he had eight good he had eight good years, and then one play changed his whole career, and he had to retire at 29. Uh, when he won that Triple Crown in 92, a man had 108 catches for 1,461 yards and 13 touchdowns. He averaged 13 and a half yards. A catch. Here's what I find. Here's what I find really crazy, though. Out of the eight years, or yeah, there was three different times uh, where he had over twelve yards, or not twelve yards, twelve touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, twelve touchdowns, uh, thirteen touchdowns, and eighteen touchdowns. <laughs> That's, and he did all this in, in, in an eight-year career. You can throw that eleven touchdown season in there, ninety three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you really? I mean, you really? That's dude. Yeah. yeah. Literally, so, yeah. like. So the, I mean, there's so half his seasons he had he, he had double digit touchdowns. Half half the years that he played in Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. That is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I would say that's wild, dude. Now. <laughs> I guarantee you, I will argue all day with this. I guarantee you, if he had a Super Bowl in these stats right here, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. Guarantee it. I guarantee it, dude. Just because in his short eight-year career, he had a Super Bowl in there and put up these numbers. Now, you add to your resume, oh, I got a Super Bowl in here in my these eight years, and I was the best wide receiver in my time when I played. Oh, I'm yeah, all and and you also got to think too. We I forgot to mention this. We, we we forgot to mention this. It's hard to find someone that's durable. 
This man did not miss a single game. No, no. Nope. For his eight-year career until nope. he got hurt in 95. He yep. played 112 games. He played 16 games for all eight years. He never he never missed a game. No. Nope. That, that man had six. He played full seasons for eight years. Eight years, never took a day off. Never got hurt. N- not nothing. No. Nope. Not nothing. Now, he had two career playoff games. Only two. He had 11 reception, uh, averaged, uh, (laughs) he had 229 yards for 11 receptions over two games that averages about 28. Um, He had four touchdowns. His longest was 48 yards. Um, But yeah, I mean, like we said, you know, I don't think, their team was that great coming up, obviously. And no. in, in all of his years, they played. And for him being the, one of the best wide receivers in the league at that time, they only went to the playoffs twice. It's like, damn, dude. Like, like get it together. And then, boom, Brett Favre shows up, and then Sterling Sharp gets injured. Yeah, and it was just unfortunate, man, because, like, I really – and this is coming from me. I really believe that – he would have been one of the greatest receivers to ever play football. I do. I so agree. His talent was nuts. I mean, you you would just have to. I mean, this man won the triple crown, and then the year after that had over twelve hundred yards receiving, and then the year after that had over eleven hundred yards receiving, and then eighteen touchdowns. Like so, like the progression never stopped, and he never no. missed a game. Never missed a game. No, never missed a game. That means he was healthy. He was in shape. He was ready to go. I mean, I guess his whole, I guess, I mean, his family is obviously athletes because his Hall of Fame brother, Shannon Sharp, you guys, you guys, tied in. Know, you guys better know who that is. You better know who Shannon Sharp is. Yeah. But I mean, right there, I mean, I mean, that's awesome, dude. But like, yeah, your, yeah, your, um, your career got ended short, but it's like, Dude, with these numbers, man, I mean, you don't really see that anymore. But back in those days, too, I mean, it was more hard nose. You know, everybody's hitting each other. You know, more getting away with more penalties, more being rough. You know, but uh, I mean, yeah, man, it was. Uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He deserves a place in Canton. He does. They uh, and you guys got to think when he when he won that triple crown. Um, I mean, there's been there's been like, let's see, I got it here one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys have won the triple crown, but four of them were like, fuck, I, I think the the fourth guy on that list that was recent was like 1959, so like that was a long time ago, uh, but. Uh, that was so. There's there's four guys that won the triple crown before uh, before the Super Bowl era. So if you want to count that, you can. Uh, yeah. After the Super Bowl era, there's only been three players. Well, I guess <clears throat> uh, you have uh, Jerry Rice, Steve Smith, yep. Steve Smith Senior, yep, Cooper Cup. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, Jerry Rice is a Hall of Famer. Um, Steve Smith is still not a Hall of Famer. Cooper Cup, obviously. I I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you if Steve Smith or Cooper Cup will uh, will get in the Hall of Fame. I couldn't tell you that. But uh, the fact that you're in a category with Jerry Rice itself, uh, I mean, that should speak volume. And you played eight seasons. Uh, Steve Smith 
played a long time. Steve Smith played a very long career. Uh, Cooper Cup will probably have a very long career. He's uh, he's very durable. Uh, he doesn't really take a whole lot of hits, and he protects himself. He's a very smart dude. Very you listen, smart. You listen to any of his interviews, uh, he can recite plays from practice and tell you exactly how they did it. On the, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry Rice had a very long career. He was very yeah. durable, and he's he's what people consider. If, correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan. He's what people consider the greatest NFL receiver ever. Yes, Jerry. Everybody knows who Jerry Rice is. Yeah, he's the greatest. People say he's the greatest receiver ever to play football. Yes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, you also remember, like, you know, not only I mean, we, Steve Smith is a hell of a receiver. Cooper Cup is a hell of a receiver. I mean, uh, he was, I, I, what, forty yards or so away, or how? I mean, I know he was super close to the all-time uh, receiving yards in a season. So. I know he almost broke it this year. So the fact that your name is on a list with those guys who all had two of them have had long careers and the third one's going to have one and you played eight seasons and your name's up there with those, with those guys. I would say, I mean, that means something to me. I, I don't know. I know it's not the hall of stats. I, I get that. Some people argue, well, it's not the hall of stats. Right. I get that, but we have to hold people accountable. You can't just get in because you want a Super Bowl. Yeah. I, that's that's really all there is to it. I understand it's not a hall of stats, and I understand there are guys in there that have that are solely in there because the way they change the game. But I, I mean, if you're in there and you know you have like, I don't care how much you change the game, if you have like a thousand yards receiving in your whole career and you play like twelve seasons and you have like a thousand yards receiving, but you were super fast, so they they had to. Play a different style of defense to cover you. I, I, you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall of Fame should be the elite of the elite. Yeah. So I, you, you should have good. You should have great stats and be a great player. Yeah. You know, so it should be something that is like, like rare to get. You know what I'm saying? Like the Hall of Fame. Like it's called the Hall of Fame because it's the, a hall of the people greatest. that the greatest of their time. And that's what it should have been. You know, it should be the guys that were the greatest of their time and not just solely on Super Bowl wins. In our case, it just keeps growing and growing and growing because yeah. I guarantee you if Shannon or if, uh, Sh- or if uh, Sharp had um, a Super Bowl, he, he would be in dude. with this, even with eight seasons. Like I wish there was something we could hear or, or like if I wish they would like, I don't know. I want to hear why these guys are not in. It is ridiculous. Uh, I'm gonna start referring to the Hall of Fame as, as uh, the good old boys club because that's uh, good old. He he was just a good old boy, you know. That's yeah. that's that's what it kind of reminds me of. I, I'm being serious. It, it reminds me of you know he he was a he was a good guy. He was a good old he, he was a you know in that country voice. He's a good old boy. Yeah, he's a good old boy. That that's kind of what it reminds me of because <clears throat> I understand like some of these guys are in because like they're they were. I don't know. They were just some big name. I get that, yeah. but you shouldn't be there. You should have some sort of stats to back it up. Like Joe Namath, we talked about him in the first episode. He definitely shouldn't be there. He's in there because he was a big name and because he called, believe it or not, he called the Super Bowl win. He said that they were going to beat the Baltimore Colts. He called it in an interview. Yeah. He said we're going to win, and then they won. If it wasn't for that Super Bowl, he wouldn't be there. His stats were not good. 
But people True. are like, well, you know, people keep saying, you know, some of these guys are in because they changed the game. I understand they changed the game, but just because you changed the game doesn't mean you need to get in. Right. It, it, you you have to have something to back up of why you're an elite player. I don't care how well you change the game. You have to you have to show me why you deserve to be up there with the elites. Yeah. Especially in today in today's game. So it's a way more technical game nowadays. You're right. Uh so yeah, we both agree. Uh I think he probably deserves a shot to be in. Yep. So, I agree. Uh, will he will he ever get in? Probably not. He Honestly, probably, probably not, he, unless he probably something won't. happens where you know people bring it up and it really becomes an attention getter and people start talking about it again and maybe comparing to other people's numbers nowadays and be like, all right, well, these guys are gonna get in. You know, he maybe he deserves, but who knows? Yeah. He he probably he probably won't get in, but I mean, like we said, that's your guys' opinion to make. We're just here to bring the stats and just talk about these guys, whether they're yep. being snubbed or not. We think he is. He probably won't get in. Sorry, Sterling Sharp. Next guy we're gonna talk about, like we said, holds a near dear special place in Jordan's heart and all the St. Louis fans around. Uh, <laughs> this man uh, definitely one of the only reasons – actually, I think it's the only reason he's not in as of now is he definitely got overshadowed by three other people, and it's just unfortunate that there was that much talent on one team, on one offense. I mean, that whole team was talented, but it's just really unfortunate that there was that that much talent on one offense. So uh, who we're talking about is Torrey Holt. Uh, you know, one of the greatest receivers of our time. Uh, I mean, I remember yeah. watching him. The dude is an animal. Uh, yep. He should be in the Hall of Fame. He definitely will get in the Hall of Fame. It's not a question. He should already be there now. He really should. He, sh- he should yep. be there already. Yep. Uh, so he is being snubbed in, in that case. I don't care what anybody says. We can argue about this all day. It does not matter. He's definitely being yeah. snubbed. Uh, but the reason that he's not in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion, uh, you agree to disagree, Jordan. Uh, he was on an offense with an MVP in Kurt Warner a Hall of Famer, Isaac Bruce, and a Hall of Famer, uh, Marshall Falk. Yep. That, yep. That's, You're right. That's, that's it, dude. That's why It's like they had a four-headed monster. That's what it was. Those guys were – they were nuts, man. That that whole I – mean, there was here's – here's how I try to put it to people. If you – if you have a, a nickname as a team, the greatest show on turf – I mean, that's not name. That's not a name that you just get slightly. I mean, like people are saying, when when I think of the greatest show on turf, people are saying that you like your team is the greatest team right now, and in football, like they like they were the greatest team to watch because it was it was oohs and ahs constantly whenever one of them touched the ball, all around, all they around. Were, like even that defense was retarded. I mean, I, I, I mean, it really was. That defense was absolutely crazy. Enos Williams and all those guys, crazy dude. Dude, crazy, crazy. defense. Enos Williams is nuts. That that was. It, it, it'd be a whole different conversation too if you know if his knee wasn't busted up and everything. But they were. Our, our, my point is that they were they were great on both sides of the ball. Nuts. Uh, and they were named the greatest show on turf for a reason. Yeah, they really were. Uh, 
I don't know how many years they were considered that, but once that name sticks with you, it stuck with you. And they were good for they were they were good for a handful of years together. So, uh, yeah, guess, oh yeah, uh, Tory Holt uh, and just un- nuts, man, nuts. Yeah, like um, out of uh, the eleven years that he's played, he played. He only missed three games. He was very durable, and man. He missed. He missed uh, two in two thousand five. And he missed one in 2009. So, I mean, dude was solid. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So, so, wait, say that again. He missed He missed two games in 2005? Two games in 2005 and, and one, one game, game in 2009. Okay, so just to add on to that, guys, he played 10 years with St. Louis, one year with Jacksonville. So, what Jordan just said to you is in his 10-year career in St. Louis, he missed two games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole time he played for St. Louis, he missed 10 years. two games. That is it. Yeah. Ten years, two games. That's all he missed. You cannot ask for more out of a guy to be there for you. That's nuts, man. That's yeah, nuts. and on top of that, like, his stats for those ten years are just – I mean, he's getting in. We just re- – I just – we just really want to talk about him. I mean, I kind of really want to talk about him. I kind of really – Dylan brought up Tory Holt's name, and I, I mean that he was on my mind anyway. Hey guys, to do this, um, he's been eligible, but he's not being. He he's he's been eligible since 2015 to get in. Yeah, right. So, what 15? That's right. Yeah. Now the biggest thing was what was going on. Why why he's not in yet is because they were like, oh, uh, Bruce isn't in yet. Bruce wasn't in yet. Bruce was better. Bruce was better. Blah blah blah. Which I mean, Bruce was. Bruce was better, but yeah, Holt Holt was great. He was great. He didn't let us down. Um, but basically, uh, Bruce wasn't getting in yet. He wasn't in yet. wasn't wasn't getting in. wasn't getting in. He was close every year. We were like, when 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 are because Kurt Warner got in before both of them, obviously. Um, but uh, he got in, and then we were like, all right, now it's Bruce's turn. We know Bruce is going. We know Bruce is going. Um, and then we're like. Okay, he still didn't get in, still didn't get in. And then uh and then he finally got in, I think last year. Yeah, this past year. And then Tory Holt should be next, dude. He'll be on the he I think he's gonna get in this next year. I really do think he is. I mean, there's no reason not for him to be in. They always talk about the greatest show on turf in ninety nine and two thousand when we won the Super Bowl. Um, which we talked about when we talked about uh uh Eddie George. Um and what was crazy is what's so funny about that is me and Dylan were talking about a George and Ray Lewis um, in the last podcast. If you remember uh, us talking about that. And uh, I ran into a video of that exact same thing where Ray Lewis was like, I, I don't miss the, I don't miss, I don't miss playing. I miss the, the moments. And it was, it, they showed the video of him and uh, him and Eddie George just looking at each other, staring each other down, knowing what's going to happen. I'm coming to hit you and I'm, and I'm coming to tackle you. So, Dude, that was just awesome. But anyway, back on top of it. Yeah. Um, did you want to go over the stats or you want me to? Or oh, yeah, we can do like a half and half. And uh, by the way, uh Isaac Bruce, he got okay. in the Hall of Fame uh 2020. So it actually took him way long. I mean, it took him way longer than what two years ago. He yeah, it, it took him it yeah. took him. I mean, he should have been in he should he probably should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, to be honest. 
he, he, honestly, he, honestly he, yeah he probably really should have uh, if we were to read you, uh, uh, well, once you hear Tory Holt's stat, uh, stats, if we were to read you Bruce's stats after that, it would, dude, it's not even fair. It's, really it's like, wow. Yeah, he was, I mean, they were, but, to, to have, I don't know, to have receivers like that, yeah, I mean, uh, Tory Holt was definitely more durable than Isaac Bruce. I can tell you that as far as like yeah. keeping healthy. Smaller in size as well. Uh, but Isaac Bruce still had a really, you know, really good career. There was only one season where he missed quite a few games. Yeah. Other, other than that. But uh like like we said, like Jordan mentioned earlier, uh Isaac or, uh Tory Holt played eleven years, ten with St. Louis, one with Jacksonville. Here's what I find. Absolutely crazy about that 10 year stretch that he had in St. Louis. There was two years, two, where he did not have over 1,100 yards receiving. Eight years. He had, a, <laughs> he had a stretch of eight years where he had over yeah. 1,100 yards receiving. That That's hard to come by in today's game for a receiver to be that consistent. Yes. I mean, there's only that, a handful of guys that are really doing that. Like, you're, I mean, you're talking like Keenan Allen, like Keenan Allen, and I mean, there's only a handful of receivers that are doing it. You know, and and I mean, like, let's put it this way: I mean, you're going like 2,000, 1,600 yards, 2,001 over 1,300, 2,002 over 1,300, 2,003 over 1,696 yards, 2,004 over 1,300, 2,005 over 1,300, 2,006 over 1,100, 2,007 over 1,100. Uh, and so 2008, his rookie year and his last year with the Rams were the only two years that he did not have a thousand over a thousand yards receiving. That is, I mean, yeah, his, his last year is 2009. He played Jacksonville and he was 300 yards short of a thousand yards. <laughs> yeah, true. And that was his, that was his 11th year. In the, I mean, that's dude, he, dude, he's. I mean, the dude is nuts, man. Like, he played 173 games total. That is freaking. Yeah. That's that's a whole lot of football games, dude. Oh, my God. And only missed three. You know what I mean? And only missed three games out of that and had 10 career playoff games. Uh, That's... (laughs) Uh, that's, I mean, this is just, I mean, he had, he had the ball thrown to him 1,560 times. He caught that ball 920 times for 13,382 yards. That is a 59, 59% of the time he caught the ball when he threw it to him. 59% of the time. 59? 59% of the time. His catch percentage. That's, a, that's great. That's that's, that's, dude, that's, that's not that's not humanly normal for someone to be able to do that. You're telling me if I throw a ball to you f- over 1,500 times, you're gonna catch it. You're gonna catch that ball 920 out of 1,500 times. That's that's he, great. Nuts, man. He had 74 touchdowns. This dude, this yeah. guy, this guy's a this guy's a nut, dude. 
920 catches for 13, 382, and 74 touchdowns. Jesus. And he averaged his uh, his whole career, he averaged his whole career, he averaged 77.4 yards a game. And St. Louis, he was averaging 80 yards a game, 80.1. Yeah. That's not normal. <laughs> Holy cow, man. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, we shouldn't even have to read any more after that. That's, guys, this, this ain't including his freaking awards that he's won. This is just what he did in his career. $13,000? Yeah. Boy, that's – that's not uh, that's not right, man. I mean, Jerry Rice is considered. Yeah, he's got one. a decent list of. He's got a decent amount of awards as well, and he's got some NFL records um, on top of that. I was, which I was, you know how we were bringing up, you know, most consecutive, uh, you know, seasons where he had over a thousand. He has an NFL record for consecutive season with with at least. 1,300 yards receiving, and he has six of them. Nobody has had more than him in a six-year span. Consecutively, 1,300 yards for six years. Dude. (laughs) You tell me you're going to do that, signing your rookie contract? Dude. That's nuts, man. Consecutive seasons with 90-plus receptions, six. He just a lot, dude. Seasons with 1,600 yards receiving, two. Tied with Marvin Harrison, Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, and Calvin Johnson. Those are those are some of the great names, man. I know Antonio Brown's crazy, but I, the dude, he's – you got to remember at one point in time for a, year, for a couple years in a row, he was, he, he was the greatest receiver in the NFL. He was. I oh, mean, I'm not disagreeing. I, that, face, that face was of disappointment because – Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You guys, you you guys would have been something. Crazy. Well, okay. Well, I wasn't thinking of that, but I'm just saying I was disappointed when you said that name, only because of the talent that dude had. Hey, hey, just just picture what you'd be like now. Oh my god, you'd have you'd have Devontae Adams and Antonio Brown, and what's his name? If he didn't do, if he didn't have that car accident, Rugs. Yeah, Rugs. Dude, Rugs would have been. You have Waller, Henry Ruggs. and then you have Waller at tight end. That that's that that'd be a crazy offense. Oh my god, dude! That'd be oh, dude. That just gets me, dude. Trust me. You know how you know how, dude. Oh my god, so mad when all that shit went down. So mad, dude. So mad. But of course, you know everything happened to me after the Rams left. Like the Rams left. All right, okay. There goes St. Louis's team, and then they. Then they start picking up all big name players, start signing all big name players. They get a brand new stadium, and then boom, they pick up Matthew Stafford, and that changes the whole team around. And then they're Super Bowl champions, guaranteed the next year. And what happened? Boom. <sighs> yeah. But yeah, Antonio Brown was on the Raiders. Imagine Henry Ruggs, all right, Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, Darren Waller, and Josh Jacobs Jack. in the backfield. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, so, that, I mean, totally, dude! All you had to—I mean, that's that's crazy. You guys would have had probably one of the best. I mean, that probably would be the best offense in football. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you're paying that team though. There's no way you're keeping those guys. There's no way you can afford those guys. No, you, unless you had them for one season somehow. You just trade it for all of them and you got rid of your whole fucking 
franchise for the next seven to ten years, and you I got them all for one year, and you just win the Super Bowl and never see the yeah. Super Bowl again. That's it. You just got. You just got to give it away. <laughs> now I mean, you are right, Antonio. Antonio Brown for like a, a good four year stretch, dude, was like the best wide receiver in the league, and like. Yeah, he had Big Ben throwing to him. I mean, Big Ben wasn't bad. Is Big Ben a Hall of Famer? I think so. I, I think so. I think he'll yeah. be a Hall of Famer because, hey, yeah. he's, he's got that Super Bowl, so you know he's automatically in. God, that really grinds my gears. Mm, I cannot wait to start that, that podcast. That's going to be awesome. Anyway, um, he's ranked first in the NFL from 2000 to 2008 with 817 receptions for 11,000 yards. Um, and 562 first downs during that span. Jesus. In eight years, he got 562 first downs. Uh, third highest receiving yards per game uh, career, 77. Um, yeah. He was a Super Bowl champion, first team all pro, uh, seven-time pro bowler, two-time NFL receiving yards leader, 2000-2003. NFL reception leader, uh, NFL 2000 All-Decade Team, uh, All-Rookie Team. Uh, he was an All-American, uh, ACC Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, and in, and his uh, jersey's retired from uh, North Carolina State Wolfpack. Like Dylan said, 920 career receptions, 13,382 receptions, and 74 touchdowns. Mark my words, this guy will be in Canton next year. Yeah, I mean – I don't see how he can't be. He should have I mean, got. He should have got there this year. But I know, I know. I, I mean, he's been eligible since 2015, so he should he should be there already. I know, I know. It's, it's been You're seven right. years, and he's he's not there. Uh, You're right. I don't know why everyone else in that offense was uh, when it comes to. Uh, I mean, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, all in the Hall of Fame. Tory Holtz, the only one that's not. Uh, yeah. On another on another quick note, while you were doing that, I uh, I was gonna try to like maybe uh like compare Tory Holt's stats to Jerry Rice, uh, but I actually yeah how good Jerry Rice was, so that was a terrible idea. <laughs> he played twenty one years. Did you know that? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, he uh <laughs> he had the ball thrown to him sixteen or one thousand six hundred forty times. He caught that ball 1,549 times, and uh, he had, like, 22,895 yards. Not that he's on a list. He's already in the Hall of Fame. I just wanted to throw that out there because that uh, he had 197 touchdowns. That's – I don't even know what I'm looking at. This is crazy. This is – yeah, definitely the greatest receiver, you know. Definitely the greatest receiver ever. So, uh, that just – solidifies what I said whenever his name is up there with Antonio Brown and Jerry Rice and all them. Uh, Sorry about that. That's crazy. That man, uh, that, yeah, I, looking at Jerry Rice's stats, like I said, 22,895 yards in his career. Uh, he caught, he, he had the ball thrown to him 16, 1640 times, 1,640 times, and he caught that ball 1,549 times. He had 197. Dude, he had glue on his hand. Man. He had 197 touchdowns. So, oh my God. so the, the fact that Tory Holt is even associated with his name at all is 
that should that should be enough said as it is. Uh, yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. He's definitely being snubbed. He definitely he's he he probably will get it next year. He should be in he should be in already. He was eligible 2015. I'm not saying he deserved to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I I think he I think he did just based off his stats alone. Uh, I agree. Obviously, obviously, he's not there yet. He deserves to be in. Uh, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce are all in. There's no reason that I, why Torrey Holt's not in yet, uh, other than he's just being snubbed and they're playing some sort of political games for absolutely no reason. Uh, so that's yeah. it for that. He does. He deserves to be in. Um, you guys can make up your own mind. They'll get in. Yeah. If you guys don't think he should be in, then you're wrong. I don't. <laughs> that's that. That's all there is. Then <laughs> you're wrong. That's all there is for that one. I'll fight with anybody over someone who absolutely deserves to be in. Like someone who's absolutely being snubbed. I'll argue all day. Uh, I mean, if you have thirteen thousand something yards, I mean, yeah. You definitely deserve to be in. So, um, well, what do you want to move on to? You want to put this up for you guys? Uh, just really quick, put this up for you guys. We say it, uh, we say it every show. Our merch store is down at the bottom bonfire.com slash store slash variety sports podcast. Uh, you guys can pick up some merch. Anything you guys do can benefit us. Uh, there's some really cool t-shirts in there, so I got some stuff on my – I already ordered a shirt and everything, so uh, just make sure you guys take a look at that. It, that's that's really cool. It helps us out, like I said. Then down here is one of our sponsors. Look at the bottom. <clears throat> Row One brand. Uh, you can look at their art gallery. You get an art gallery, uh, art gallery discount. Uh, you as, use uh, VSP15, get 15% off. They got some pretty sweet stuff. If you look at uh, – my uh, other co-host Jordan, look at his shirt. It's got the Row One brand uh, little uh, patch on on the shoulder. It's got a Raider shirt that came from Row One. I also have one on the way too. Shows Walter Payton holding the football when they won the Super Bowl. But uh, Jordan's uh, shirt that he's wearing right there came from Row One. They got a bunch. Of, they they got a bunch of cool stuff, man. Like I, I say in every episode, they got stuff from coffee mugs to old football tickets to T-shirts to banners to posters. I mean, honestly, anything you're looking for that's sports related, you could find it no problem. Uh, so, if you need like a quick Father's Day good, uh, gift, quick Mother's Day good, uh, gift, quick birthday gift, uh, something for a special occasion, something just a gift, period. Uh, and uh, the person that you're looking at for loves sports, guy or girl, I'm telling you, this is the place to go, uh, especially if you love like the older stuff. They got all that stuff there. So, make sure you go check them out. Use our code VSP15, and you guys will get 15% off. Uh, so go check them out, man. They they got some they got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, to go on to uh, the next one, now we're going to talk about guys uh, guys uh, that may or may not deserve to be there. Uh, we'll let you guys decide, as we always do. Um, the list for this stuff kind of gets you know you really got to be particular. Uh, I mean, at least I, I try to be whenever it comes to someone that's already in the Hall of Fame that may or may not deserve to be there because, uh, obviously, all these guys played in different time eras. They were icons whatever. Uh, me and Jordan already – you guys already know how we feel now. This is the third episode. You guys should know how we feel. Uh, if you're an icon and we don't really care, uh, you know, we want to see some sort of production out of you. So – this guy I have a problem with, um, 
and I have a, in my eyes, I have a uh, argument that could really defeat anyone's argument for him being in. I have the ultimate argument for that. So I'll get to that uh, in a little bit. But uh, I don't know if his name's, I think it's Bob Greasy or Bob Grease. Bob Greasy. I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, Yeah. Play for the Dolphins. Play from 1967 to 1980. Like I said, guys, I try to find more modern players, but half the modern players that are in now, like Jerome Bettis, Barry Sanders, Edwin James, all these guys that have already got like elected, like the you know those guys obviously deserve to be in. So this guy, I have a couple problems with. One of them I'll get to later on, and that's part of my argument. But uh, he played 161 games. Believe it or not, uh, believe it or not. Uh, He, he, uh, I mean, he, from what I'm reading, he always missed games. Always. He, he actually never played a full season. So, never, yeah, never, never, never played a full season. Uh, so he played 161 games. He threw the, uh, in his whole career, he threw the ball 3,429 times. He completed that. Uh, he completed nine one thousand nine hundred twenty six of those passes. Uh, that's a fifty six point two uh, completion percentage. He had twenty five thousand ninety two yards, one hundred and ninety two touchdowns, and one hundred and seventy two interceptions. <clears throat> uh, I just he just wasn't. Uh, I mean, he averaged 155.9 yards a game. He played. He did play 14 seasons, um, but I just, you know, do you, Jordan? Do you know uh, why he is so popular, Bob Grease Greasy? I think that's how you say his name. Um, do you have to do something with his Super Bowl? It does. I don't know. Oh, it does. Okay, okay, okay. Does, does. So he, um, he did. He did win a Super Bowl, guys. He did win a Super Bowl. Add that to the stat sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're the only. They're, he, Sorry, he, this... he, he was a part of the only team to do one thing ever. That's, they're the only team to ever do it. Hmm. Um. I don't. I don't know. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's not. And I do want to correct myself. I he did play he did play full seasons. I forgot that these weren't 16 game seasons uh, like they previously got. So he did play a couple Back full then. seasons, but he did miss quite a few games as well. But anyways. Um no, they didn't no, no I don't know. Okay, so they won. The Patriots were the only team to get close to them. Does that give you a hint? The Patriot, the Patriots. Oh, the undefeated. He he was undefeated. part. Of, he was part of the seventy-two Dolphins, which is the only team to go undefeated ever in a season, and that includes obviously that includes the Super Bowl one. So, people may say, "Yeah, right." You may ask yourself, Jordan. You may you may say, "Well, Dylan, 
if he was part of the undefeated team and the only team to ever do it, how how is he not deserving to be in the, in the Hall of Fame? I, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, in that season, he only played five games. Wow, he played five games. They won the other nine. Wow, with a backup QB. Or the other eight, nine, what, 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 whatever it was, they, what, uh, they they won it with a backup QB. Yeah. So for anyone to tell me that he's that important and deserves being the Hall of Fame, that that is the only that is the only argument I need. That team won more games without him. They did not need him to do anything. So he wasn't he wasn't like crazy important to the team. If you could win nine games without your supposedly star player, uh, yeah, to win nine games and then you know to make it all the way to the Super Bowl without him, he only played five games to win out the rest of the way and get to the Super Bowl without him. That I mean, that's Man. enough said. If he's that, yeah, important, they definitely should have lost the game along the way. So that quarterback that filled in for him did just fine. He ended up. Coincidentally, he ended up relieving that quarterback in the Super Bowl. Oh. Coincidentally. Yeah. Coincidentally. Uh, he wasn't really a rushing quarterback. He only had 261 rushing yards for his whole career. Yeah. Yeah. Not that much. No. They, had, they only had – he only had 12 career playoff games. Only at 1,400 yards. We can keep going, guys. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> he threw for 25,000 yards in 14 seasons. I mean, 100, yeah, 192 touchdowns. I mean, yeah, that, that's a lot. That's a lot. But for 14 seasons, that's a lot. What, let's see. What is that? That average is to be what? 5.6? No, that's not right. You said 192, 192. Is that what you said? Yeah, career touchdowns. Yeah, it's 13 touchdowns season. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 13. Yeah, yeah, basically. But I mean... I don't know. There was a 21 touchdown season. There was a 19. There was a 17. There was a 22. But I mean, that, that's really it. That averages up to 13 or 13.7 touchdowns a season and 12 interceptions a season. Yeah, he had 172 interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. In in 12 playoff games, he had 12 interceptions. <laughs> that crazy. 12 playoff games. 12 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was inter- – yeah. Oh, my God. Um, 112 completions in those 12 career playoff games. Um, so, I mean, he was 112 for 208 in the playoffs. 53.8% with 1,400 yards. Um, he averaged 122 yards a game, which is terrible for a quarterback. He had like, a decent, yeah, I'm, like, go ahead. He he averaged 155 yards a game for his career, 
That's terrible. Like quarterbacks nowadays, a minimum, minimum, what we see is 200 yards. Minimum. Unless you're Bill Belichick and you tell Mac Jones he's not throwing the ball today and they literally don't throw the ball the entire game. You remember that? I do. I do remember that. That was cr- – because he somebody started him, I think, in our league for some reason because they were playing a shitty team or whatever, and he got like two points. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he uh, he was he was a two-time All-American at Purdue. He was the Dolphins' number one draft choice in uh, 1967. Yeah, he, they they said he had an excellent rookie season. He had an okay rookie season. He threw for just he threw just over 2,000 yards, 2,005 yards. He had 15 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, he had uh, he went to three AFC championships in 71, 72, and 73. Uh, he won two Super Bowls, is what it looks like. Yep. Uh, six one, 190 pounds. He had nine winning seasons. Uh, and Super Bowl VII, I don't know what that. I don't know what that is, but uh, out of their fifty plays, he only threw the ball eleven times. Yeah, I was just, I was sorry, I was just reading these Super Bowl stats, and, uh, uh, and it looks like six Super Bowl six against Dallas. He only had twenty. I mean, okay, twenty three attempts, and only completed twelve. But look at these next two Super Bowls. That just tells me that they ran the ball because he has eleven attempts. And, and then the next Super Bowl, and then seven attempts with six completions. It's like, what? That means he had, he literally had no deciding factor. If anything, he made your team worse because he threw an interception in both of those Super Bowls. And look at the scores 14 to 7, 24 7, 24 3. That right there is telling me that you're not letting that offense on the other team even touch the field. Or you're just that great on defense that you just didn't let them score anything. Yeah. Down here, uh, what I have here is it said uh, he was all pro in 71 and 77. He was AFC, all AFC four times, uh, 70, 71, 73, 77. He played in uh, two all-star games, um, Pro Bowls now, I guess. Uh, (laughs) And it was called the AFL. Yeah, he had a bunch. <clears throat> he had a bunch of uh, injuries. Obviously, he never he didn't play a whole bunch of full seasons. Uh, during his seventy-two season, he missed eight games. <clears throat> so he, he actually missed eight games, but he coincidentally returned in time to lead his team to a title in the AFC title game and the Super Bowl. So yep. his team ran the table without him. Eight games. So, I mean, to me, for someone saying that, you know, he was, he was definitely, he was, you know, this great player and that he was needed on that team. Otherwise, you know, otherwise they wouldn't be where they were. I mean, they ran the table without him with a backup, a backup QB. They ran the table. Yeah. Ran the table without him. They didn't, they didn't need him. They didn't need him. Um, but I mean, even if you look at it, like when they did use him, they didn't use him. No, they didn't at all. Yeah. It's like they just ran the ball or 
they were on defense the whole game. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just crazy. But I don't know. I think we're both in agreement with this. With this, that again, and I'm going to emphasize it every time. If it wasn't for the this man's two Super Bowls, I there might be a small chance he's not in the Hall of Fame. I mean, just like looking at his seasons, like. First season, I'm just going to go. So, like, starting his first season, 15 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. Second season, 21 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Third season, 10 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Fourth season, 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions. Terrible. Uh, next season, 19 and 9. Then he went 4 and 4, 17 and 8, 16 and 15, 14 and 13, 11 and 12, 22 and 13, 11 and 11, 14 and 16, 6 and 4. That's funny. On the 11, 11, uh, 11 and 11 one, uh, 1978, he played 11, he, he played 11 games. He threw 11 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. So every game he threw a pick and a touchdown. Every game. In that season. What? Bro, like, that's like, that's like Jared Goff status or Carson Wentz. And if you listen to my show, uh, Between the Uprights, you'll understand that I do not like Carson Wentz. Nobody likes Carson. Garbage Wentz. to me. Nobody. He ruined the Colts chance last year. I just I just God, I just liked I just liked their team. They were just a great team and I just really thought the Colts deserved a shot in the playoffs last year and you could not beat Jacksonville. There Yeah. No that one just grinds my gears. <laughs> Nobody likes him. I mean, so <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You could you can make a case for him. I mean, he's already in there, so there's nothing we can do. But, I mean, you could make a case for him. Yeah, he had 25,000 yards. But, I mean, like what Jordan said, they never used him. When when they did use him, they they didn't really use him. He, was, he wasn't the most efficient passer, obviously. Uh, it seems like they didn't really have a whole lot of trust in him, especially in big games at the Super Bowl. It seems like they wanted to run the ball more. The undefeated perfect season that everyone talks about. He didn't play eight of those games. They won. Ha- they won the majority of the season without him. Right. So yeah. I don't know. You, if you want to make a case for him, he's already in there. There's nothing we can do. Obviously, it wouldn't even matter anyways. We're just here to talk about guys that may or may not deserve to be in. It's not like we're saying they don't automatically don't deserve to be in. These are just us saying you know these are the guys that we think are iffy. You know they're on that border. Yeah. Or, me, or that we. Cut. Or that, or we bringing them up because we think that the only reason why they are got in is because they're Super Bowls. That's why we read all these stats to you and tell you, you hear you hear his stats right now. This guy shouldn't be in, but but wait, he has two championships. So I don't know. You guys, you guys make that decision yourself uh, whether uh, Bob Grease deserves to be in or not. Uh, Honestly, I, he's on the borderline. His stats weren't that great. It seems like they didn't really trust him. And in the perfect season, everyone talks about they didn't. They played over. They played the majority of the season without him. So yep. that's that's just our opinion. Um, the next guy, the last guy we're going to talk about, I really just wanted to talk about him uh, <laughs> because it really does just kind of mess with me a little bit. I don't know. Uh, his name is Jan Stinnard. I think that's how you say his last name. Uh, I believe. I, like I believe. 
I believe he's the only <laughs> kicker. In the, he's the only kicker in Here, the whole hold on. Hold on. Yeah, okay, hold Let me interrupt you for a second. So before we start the podcast, me and Dylan have a little meeting before our podcast to go over what we're going to do just to make sure we're on the same page. So we're going over people who we want to talk about, and this guy gets fire under his butt, dude, for some reason, and all of a sudden was like, you know what? Did you, Jordan, did you know a kicker is in the Hall of Fame? Jordan, did you know there's a punter in the Hall of Fame? He's like, what is this? No punter ever in the history of football should be in the Hall of Fame. I'm quoting Dylan before our show. And hey, hey, you think about it, really think about it. I guess there's a reason why there's only one punter and one kicker in the the Hall of Fame. But, but. I do agree with him on the punter. Okay, <laughs> I've kind of taken his little uh, little fuel here, but uh, it was just funny, and I I, I have to tell the story. But uh, basically, he said they're not athletic enough to play football. They're not. They're not, dude. They're not. And, and what job- I said is they're not athletically gifted enough to play any other position in football. Okay, obviously I'm not athletically gifted enough to be there. So, yeah, joke's on me. They got me on that one. But they're not athletically gifted no. enough to play any other position in the game of football. That would they would just It would not fly. Yeah. It would not fly. So there's only four kickers in the Hall of Fame. This guy. I, oh, yeah, four kickers. You got like George Blanda and some other guys in there. Oh, that's right. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, believe it or not, this guy uh, came out of Norway. He was an outstanding ski jumper who attended Montana State uh, on a skiing scholarship. He said Montana. He said Montana. Montana State. <laughs> uh, he joined the football team his senior academic year, ended up playing two seasons of varsity football. Uh, he connected on a uh, – what then was an NCAA record of a 59-yard field goal, scored 82 points. The Chiefs actually drafted him third round. Yeah, believe it or not. He played 19 seasons, 263 games. He never missed a game because of injury or illness. Not saying he didn't miss a game. He just didn't miss a game due to injury or illness. So that's I, I mean, that's pretty good, especially for a kicker. Uh, yeah. And kicked for the Chief for 13 years from 67 to 79. Uh, he was released in AD three months later. He signed with the Green Bay Packers. He stayed with them for four seasons, and it looks like uh, in 84 they traded him to the Minnesota Vikings for a seventh-round draft pick. Uh, he then retired in 85. Um, he has uh, 1,699 points, which is uh, – he's only ranked behind uh, George Blanda in all-time scoring at the end of his retirement. Uh, his, he's, uh, his 373 field goals uh, – and seven seasons of scoring 100 points or more were also NFL records. They wore NFL records. Not saying they are. They wore. He kicked 17 field goals over 50 yards. Only 17. And his personal best was a 55 yard against Denver in 1970. Uh, when the Chiefs uh, upset the Vikings and won the Super Bowls, he had three field goals, including a Super Bowl uh, record 48 yarder at that time. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could say whatever he wants. I just have a hard time. I just have a hard time believing that. Like, you can make a case for kickers, 
I just it's hard for me to put some of these guys in there. I, I just don't understand. Um, I mean, you got I don't know, uh, like 67 looks like he had uh, he had 36 field goal attempts, made 21 of them. In 68, he had 40, made 30 of them. Uh, then he had 35, made 27 of them, had 42, made 30 of them, had 44, made 26 of them, had 36, made 21, had 38, made 24, had 24, made 17, 32. Uh, so he went 22 for 32 and 75, then 76, like 21 of 38, then he went 18 of eight, uh, 8 of 18, then 20 of 30, 12 of 23, 3 of 5, 22 of 24. 13 of 18, 21 of 26, 20 of 23, and 15 of 26. So, so, so to break that down, basically what he just said, um, he went 393 and he, he made 373 out of 558 field goals. So he missed like 100 and I don't know, or 70 something field goals uh let's see here three three seven three he missed 185 field goals that's not terrible out of 555 attempts um and then he was 580 for 601 he missed 19 extra points only 19 out of 601 that's pretty good all right that's a lot of kicks all right and you got to think too back then you know it it was you know it was they played dirty man i I don't know if he ever got like ever got hit real bad or anything like that, but you just you never know. But I mean, like you said, nineteen seasons, Chiefs, Packers, and Vikings. He basically played for uh, when Dylan was um, describing when he played for the he got traded to the Green Bay. Um, he was injured or something because he had four games his first year with the Green Bay, and then turned around and played a full season with sixteen. And then went back to and something must have happened and he only had nine games the following year. Then after that he followed up with the full sixteen because it looks like in seventy six or seventy eight nineteen seventy eight is when they moved to uh, sixteen games from fourteen. Excuse me, Ooh, right in the mic. My bad. It's just I don't, I don't know. I, I just it's hard for me to believe that kickers actually deserve to be there. I mean, in my eye, it. In order to be one of those guys, especially a kicker, because I feel like that's way harder to get into the Hall of Fame to be a kicker. You got to be like, I mean, you need to be like exceptional. Like, uh, I'm looking at Justin Tucker's stats right here. Justin Tucker career extra point percentage, his extra point percentage right now in his career, ninety nine percent. His field goal percentage right now in his career, ninety one point one percent. Extra point, yeah. Extra point, uh, he's kicked 386 extra points, made 382. He's kicked 358 field goals, he's made 326. So the range from 20 to 29 in his career. He's made 326 field goals? Yes. He's kicked 380, or he's kicked 358, he's made 326 of those. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and 20 to 29, like like yardage, and the 20 to 29 yardage in his career, yeah. he's, he's 83 for 83. He's never missed a field goal inside 20 to 29 yards in his career. Ever. 
Damn. 30 to 39 yards. He's 95 of 98. And 40 to 49, he's 100 for 111. And in 50-plus hmm. field goals, like 50-plus yarders, 48 of 66. Those That's Tucker? Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Like, this is a guy who deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for kickers. If we're Tucker picking, will be in the Hall if we're If we're picking kickers, this is the guy. Okay. That's this, the guy. Yeah. yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. And wow. and um who's the who's the guy that won two Super Bowls? Uh the kicker. Um what, Vinatieri? The other guy we were talking. What? Adam Vinatieri? Yeah, I think Vinatieri he should get in. Oh yeah. So I'm glad you brought him up. I and this, this this is just like comparing to this Jan guy. So <clears throat> From the zero to 19 yard range, Adam Vinatieri is 10 for 10 for his career. And the 20 to 29, he's 200 for 207. And 30 to 39, he's 179 for 211. Uh, For 40 to 49 yards, he's 165 for 215. And for 50-plus yarders, he's 45 for 72. He has an 83.8 field goal percentage for his career. He has a 97.3 extra point percentage for his career. He's kicked 898 extra points and made 874. Oh, my God. That's like almost double these, these this guy's number. He played 24 years. 24 seasons, <laughs> 14 with Indianapolis and 10 with New England. Uh, oh, my God, dude. Dude, what a life. Well, dude, what did he make in his career? Oh, it's probably something outrageous, man. I'm trying to see his. Uh... Yeah, it, I mean, it has to be something outrageous. That's just, that's outrageous. I wish I knew how many points these guys scored in like their whole career. Oh, Adam Vinatieri in his career, his 24-year career, he scored 2,673 points. Damn. So. Holy hell. Yeah, Justin Tucker in his career, and he's been playing for ten years, eleven years, ten years. He's got uh, one thousand three hundred and sixty points. Man, so yeah, I, I I don't know. I just have a hard time. I'm not saying Jan doesn't deserve to be there, so don't don't take that. Yeah, you know, out of out of context or you know whatever, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be there. Uh, I don't know. Just to finish it, just to finish everything up, uh, like Jan from zero to nineteen yards, he's sixty to sixty-four. 
20 to 29, he's 100, 106 for 130. 30 to 39, he's 113 for 150. I'm sorry. Yeah, 113 for 150. 40 to 49, 77 to 150. And uh, and 50 yard field goals, he's 17 out of 64. So he only made 17 field goals over 50 yards. Uh, extra point percentage was 96.5. His field goal percentage was 66.8 percent. For that's for his career. So wow. I mean, if you're gonna put kickers in the NFL, I feel like you need to have like that. It needs to be higher standards. I, I don't see yeah. how he was, I don't see how he was an icon. I don't see how he was some sort of big name or whatever. No, I, I feel like I I feel like uh, that you need to if you're if you're gonna be a kicker, you need to have some sort of high standard. Like I'm looking at a couple years. Like there's one year his field goal percentage for the year was forty four percent. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's crazy. So he had a bunch of years. There was only one year in his career where he had uh well I guess he had uh he had two years of his whole career where he had over eighty percent field goal percentage. Wow. So I don't know, you guys do what you want with that. I feel like he doesn't really deserve to be in. Uh I feel like if you're gonna put guys like that in, you definitely need to have like higher standard kickers in there. You need to have Justin Tucker, Adam Vinatieri numbers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand it was a different time and all that, but you're you're a kicker, so nothing and, really, nothing really changes for a kickers. You do the same thing every time. I mean, you you kick you kick the ball. That's what you do. You kick field goals. Didn't didn't Vinatieri win the Colts two Super Bowls or the Patriots? Yeah, with game winning field goals. He did. One was against the Rams, and I forgot who their one was against. Yeah, he'll so. be. For, I. I <laughs> I don't know him and Tucker, man. He he might be a first ballot, dude. With just what he did in his career. Yeah, he was a kicker, but I mean, still, if, you're put, if you're putting guys like this in who are their field goal percentages for certain years are forty four percent, Adam Vinatieri better be in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, I'm not saying Janice deserves to be in. I would say he's a Hall of Famer already. I'm just saying if you're gonna put kickers in, then you definitely need to be really strict with guys like this. Because it's you can't just be throwing any kickers in because this guy's his stats to me aren't incredible. He, the, nothing sticks out to me. He doesn't deserve to be there. But I, I agree. Know, it was a different time, I guess. So Crazy. you know, it is what it is. But like Jordan said, you definitely need to have Adam Vinatieri, Justin Tucker type numbers. Kicking doesn't change. Kicking nope. stays the same. Yep. So other than that, that's all we got for you today, guys. Um, Glad you guys join us. Hope you guys check it out. Uh, make sure you guys uh, check us out up here. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Variety Sports Network, uh, YouTube. Make sure you like, uh, like and subscribe. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you go there, like, follow us, uh, help help us share our content out. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, anything we can do, anything you guys can do to help us uh, get this uh, network to grow, we'd really appreciate it. Yep. Uh, other than that, that's all I have. Uh, I'm on this show. I'm on Best of the Best. Uh, I'll be doing uh, Monsters of the Midway as well again this year. I'm actually going to do the first episode next week uh, to yes. kind of get ready for the season. So uh, NFL stuff's going to start uh, joining up. 
I know Jordan uh, Jordan does a bunch of shows that he's going. Uh, I'll let him mention the stuff that he's in. Yeah, um, uh, between the uprights, I actually just released uh, my second episode, which was the NFC North. Um, uh, we just had different time schedules. I really wanted you to be on with me. Um, uh, I, re- I released it this morning, um, and uh, give that a, a listen. Um, I'm going over the rest of the uh, divisions uh, coming up the next week. I'm actually going to try to shoot another one out this week. Um, so maybe like Friday or Saturday, I might be able to shoot one in. Um, or maybe on Sunday over the weekend, I don't know yet, but, uh, uh, yeah, make sure you, like he said, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that, uh, like our stuff, share it out. Uh, please leave comments. Um, uh, we love any type of feedback whatsoever, good or bad. We don't care. We can take it all. Um, Agreed. if you have any suggestions, if you want us to specifically talk about somebody, maybe that would be awesome. Just leave a comment, leave a name, and maybe we'll bring them up next time. Um, but, uh. Yeah, that's uh, all I got, and um, yeah, yeah, it was. This was a great. This was a great episode, Dylan. That was. Uh, I, I like the guys. Those were great picks. It was. It, uh, I always enjoy doing this. Uh, me and Jordan always like getting the stats part when we like talking about these guys, the guys who are being snubbed, and the guys who are in that maybe should or not should uh, should or should not deserve to be there. Uh, so it's it's a. We always enjoy uh, doing this type of stuff. So make sure yeah. you guys check us out every Tuesday, six thirty. Uh, Find us again uh, next week for another episode of uh, Place in Canton. Uh, Thank you, guys. I appreciate it.